Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, thank you for uh, joining us tonight. Um, once again, I always thank you for the support and doing all this with us. But um, I thought we had a great night tonight here in uh, Portland for Takeover. This was the um, the highest grossing WWE event in Portland since 2008, which for me I believe is really saying something. This has been a great market for us, um, but to come here to Portland with NXT for Takeover with no uh, you know, no Raw SmackDown pay-per-view event attached to it with no weekend of events attached to something um, to sort of draft off um, in any way, shape, or form, which sometimes helps and sometimes is uh, is difficult when there's, you know, four shows or whatever back-to-back. But um, for me, coming in here to Portland and having this event here tonight, doing the business that we did is incredible. Testament to the talent and the brand and, and everything that it's doing. And I thought we had a, a spectacular show from start to finish, but I will, I'm sure we'll talk about it here as we go through. So I'm going to open it up to questions with you because uh, we'll get to the meat of it anyway. So uh, let's go to the callers. All right, guys, since we're running a little late tonight, we're going to keep it to one question per caller. Thank you. And on the phone line, and on the phone line we'll go to Johnson, pwinsider.com. Hey, Paul, how are you? Hey, Mike, how are you? I'm doing good. Uh, obviously, a, a well-received show for a lot of good reasons, a lot of news coming out of the show. I want to ask you about Charlotte and Rhea Ripley. Obviously, an NXT championship match at WrestleMania is a huge deal, uh, but Raw and NXT are both on the USA Network. How much can we expect there to be crossover with the story cascading back and forth between the two shows? And uh, when the decision was made to go in this direction, how mu- how much involvement, if any, did the USA Network have on this? Perhaps as a way to kind of help raise the uh, the tide of the NXT series on Wednesdays. Uh, actually, USA had, had uh, no uh, no involvement in it really at all. I believe that this was, um, to be honest, it was shocking to me when when it was first mentioned to me. Uh, I believe that this was really just a decision 
on Vince's part on on understanding where um, the all of the other stories are going for the women. You know, you, as you build forward on these things, to me, you have opportunities um, where you, you look at a moment in time and you go, well, okay, so does Charlotte go after Bailey and and Sasha Banks on on that side? Does she does she move into that realm? Does she come after Becky Lynch? all of the things that you have sort of seen before and you're looking to get fresh and build in new. And I think you see that with uh, Shayna Baszler going after uh, Becky Lynch and you see that in, in different ways on, on uh, SmackDown with where they're going. So this was a way of, of, you know, Charlotte Flair needing to be in that big epic role. I think it really had nothing more to do with that. You know, I, I think people put, uh, too much stock and build into the other things, and that were that you know it's easy to put your tinfoil hat on and start to to talk about stuff. And I'm sure even just saying that, everybody will be like, you know, oh my God, there's no way they didn't like whatever. You can believe what you want. Um, you know, it really comes down to that. It's good. It's good storytelling, and and that's what the the goal is here. It's, it's just really good storytelling across the board. So, um. I think they, they, you know, when you look at that, you have Charlotte in that position, Rhea Ripley having an incredible year and just getting to where she's at, and then Bianca Belair as well having an incredible year. If you'd have, if you'd have gone six months backwards in time and and said Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair, you know, Bianca, I was just speaking to her in the back in in 2016, she stepped through the ropes with us for the first time to to start training, and when you consider the fact that in in just that short, probably less than four-year window, she's become one of the absolute best in the world, um, and 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 it's her time, you know, kind of where she is now. And I know there's going to be a lot of people that are going to go, well, why didn't you pull the trigger? But watch, right? Um, it's it's uh, it's incredible to see how both of those how far both of them have come, Rhea and Bianca, and I'm thrilled for both of them. And the opportunity that, you know, having that, that moment in time with Charlotte at WrestleMania for Rhea is going to be incredible. And, and it's all going to to play out for everybody. So it's, um, it's awesome. All right. Thank you for the time. Thank you for the time. Thanks, Mike. We'll go next to Brian Fritz, Sporting News. Hey, Brian. Hey, Paul. Hey. So, as we know, it's pretty rare to have long-term storylines in today's wrestling. I mean, it seems like three months can, can sometimes be long-term, much less six months. You don't see it that often. So now we've got this rivalry between Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa going on for two years. What has this process been like in having this rivalry go on this long and not only having it go on this long, but keeping it this fresh and intriguing? You know, that's it's a rarity. And you, you said it best. I think it's always been a rarity in this business of when you can keep anything going on for that long. But there are just there are moments in time where things are so good, and and there's a truth to it, not only in front of the camera but behind the camera, um, to where you know things are when when people are on the same page, they're epic, and when they're across the ring from each other, they're epic as well. When you can interweave that and you can tell those stories, you can move away from them, you can bring come back to them. Um, man, they're, 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 uh, they're like those rare moments in time and you just want to grab them and, and try to capture them. And I think that's what we've done with this is just, we, we, 
came across this, and I don't want to make it sound like we, we had no idea, but, you know, you come across this, and as you're going through it, you just have to be open, my opinion. You know, you have to be open to the concept of what's there and how you can get there and not give it out too fast and not also not hold it back too fast where it doesn't get fully going. Um, but but you're kind of just running with it and, and, and letting it play out and seeing where it goes and, and altering the storylines from there and, and, and uh, getting it where it needs to go. I, you know, I, th- I think that's a, an art form in and of itself. That's this magic sort of dance between the creative minds that are trying to put it together, the talent themselves, which are a part of that as well, but just all of it working together and and synchronizing and and trying to get things done. And then, you know, you have been flow with, with all of it, you know, there are moments in time in there where, you know, none of us could have taken into account any of the injuries that would have happened. And, um, even where we are tonight with those two, you know, you, you, you go back in time and, and Tommaso Ciampa doesn't need neck surgery and the whole thing plays out differently. So you, you're, you just kind of sort of got to roll with it and see where you can go. And as things change and move and ebb and flow, you just try to figure out the best way like to continue to tell those stories if they make sense. I think there also can be a time when you begin to force it and you want the story to continue and you just do and it's not there anymore. I don't think we're anywhere near that, but you know, you have to be careful of all of it and it's it's trying to trying to just keep a level head and look at it from the outside and, you know, uh Vince taught me a long time ago, he used to say it all the time, if you just put yourself in the seat of the fans and you can never go wrong. I truly believe that. So, um, you know, that's what, what that's at least what I always try to do, and, and I think that's what this team does. Thanks, and uh, congrats on a hell of a night. Thank you, Brian. I appreciate it. We'll go next to Chuck Carroll, CBS. Hey, Chuck. Hey, Paul. Congrats on a great show tonight. Hey, Chuck. Sorry, I thought they said Chuck. Um, Chuck, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I wanted to ask you, I mean, clearly another strong show tonight, and the brand has really its own feel to it and distinguish itself well from the rest of the business. Um, as WWE is considering its options moving forward for content on other OTT platforms, I'm wondering if you could talk about the value that NXT brings to the table to potential suitors, given that uniqueness and its own flavor, that attractiveness that it has compared to the monthly regular pay-per-views, and do you think that it's a possibility that we could see NXT shift to that new platform as the new potential deal is hashed out? Um, well, I mean, I, I think there's a lot of speculation in that question of new platforms, even in that, like, was the, I think as you heard Vince talk about an earnings call about opportunities that are out and doing all these things. If you take all that off the board and you just say even just where it is right now, um, NXT is an incredible value for anybody and for wherever it sits. You know, whether that be USA, um, the WWE Network, you know, when when you can build a brand like this with a dedicated roster, with its own two-hour weekly show, with regular um, – pay-per-view is the wrong term, but regular attractions that you can put on a, on a different platform 
that you can build to and that you can continue to tell those stories and then have the opportunities to create beyond that. You then have ancillary product as well that, you know, depending on how you look at it, like I, I to me, look at it as an off. Uh, if if uh, NXT is the main trunk of the tree, there's offshoots of NXT UK. There will be continue to be more offshoots like that. And as you saw tonight, us announcing, um, you know, we just got done not that long ago, NXT UK takeover in Blackpool. We're doing another one in Dublin coming up end of April. Um, that brand is going to continue to go grow as well. And now with that partnership uh, with BT Sport and um, the 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 prospect of it there airing not only on BT but on Paramount and, and having exposure like that, it's continuing to grow. And now that's beginning to get picked up around the globe as well. That opportunity is massive across the board and is a value that not only would anybody want, but there are a lot of people out there that want it and that are coming to us right now. And I think that's what you see us talking about is WWE saying we're open for business. We're exploring those options at all times. Um, and they're there and they're real. So we are just, uh, we're just seeing what the best fit is for everybody and what the, the best value uh, for our fan base is and for the WWE universe. All right, I appreciate it. Congrats again. Thank you very much. I appreciate the call. And we'll next go to Jim Barcelona, Miami Herald. Oh, Jim. Another great NXT takeover. I don't know how you guys keep out doing it over and over again. That's incredible. Uh, Kathy Kelly. Thanks. Kathy Kelly, what has she meant to Team NXT? Uh, just the job that she's done for you all last night, tonight. And do you have someone in mind to fill her spot yet? Yeah, you know, it's one of the things um, that we're constantly doing, and, and it's, you know, in some ways what the system is built to do. And when I say the system, I'm talking about the Performance Center, NXT, all of it. Like, we're training, uh, man, everything that has to do with our business, camera guys, sound guys, directors, um, you know, backstage interviewers, ring announcers, all of it. You know, if you look at it from the beginning – this system here is not only from a talent standpoint, but the system itself from a behind the scenes, the people that are, you know, uh, kind of cut their teeth as directors and producers here in the beginning of NXT are now the directors and producers that are cutting raw SmackDown on broadcast on Fox and, and WrestleMania, you know, that growth curve, the talent have moved up, the people move all over the place, but not only are we doing that, we're, there's so many people that come through our doors that work with us and, and gain valuable experience in that, um, you know, are now working for movie studios or game manufacturers. There's just so many things that we touch and that, that uh, we help give those people experience to. Um, and Kathy's that as well. And she is, I can't say enough good things about her. She's one of those people that comes to, she's very special person and, um, just brings so much to the table. Like a lot of people don't know it. She's got Mensa level um, IQ and like super smart, incredibly professional on every single level. Um, you know, Steph and I have done a lot of panels with her um, where where she just brings so much to the table. I, it's hard for me to say enough good stuff about her. Uh, but, you know, she has, she has aspirations and dreams and things that she wants to do. This is very bittersweet for her and uh, it's funny, I knew she was leaving a little while ago, and it, it took her forever to come and talk to me about it because she just, she just didn't want to break down and become emotional about it. And, and when we talked about it the other day, I just told her, I said, look, it's, 
it's it's not goodbye. You know, it's not. Uh, you, it's just seeing on the road because we, who knows? Life's crazy. You'll end up back in the same path, doing the same thing, or uh, we'll work together in other ways. And and uh, there's so many ways we can work together. So. You know, she's phenomenal. We have other people in the pipeline. That's what we do here. When, when you know, there's uh, there's another two or three chomping at the bit to get the opportunity, and they will knock it out of the park. And um, you know, that, that's what we do. So I uh, I'm thankful for the time she spent with us, and uh, I'm sure we'll see her down the road as well. Well, thank you, Paul, Kathy, and NXT. Uh, thank you, Jim. And we'll next go to Kelly Wells, PWTorch.com. Hey, Kelly. Hey there, Paul. Uh, great show, obviously. Um, so when the Dusty Classic comes around, uh, when we, uh, when see, sometimes when we need babyface tag champ uh, contenders, one of the tried and true tropes is the wacky tag team. Um, yeah, so we – the bros are weights. They're a ton of fun. Um, what percentage of this is intent and what percentage had a happy accident? Did you, was there a reason to believe in this pairing or did this talent just kind of run with it, find their chemistry and did any of their work change the plans uh, going into the tournament or the championship match? No, look, first of all, you don't have to be a, uh, a genius to look at Pete Dunn and Matt Riddle and go, well, I bet you that'd be good. Right, like because they're just both so spectacular on their own, but they also have such a different style that I think that could either be epically awesome or kind of uh, they just don't gel. Um, when we first talked about putting them together, it was you know, on our end, the belief that hey, this will be really good, the timing is right to do it with them, and we think this will be really good. Then you put them together and you see them do it for the first time and you go, wow, hold the phone, okay. Like sometimes stuff just gels, right? And you you put it together for the first time and it's epic. And we, I mean, the first time five minutes into us watching them team together, we were like, holy cow, these guys are just on fire together, right? And and even just listening to them in the afternoon, you know the the personalities are so different, right? Pete's quiet and he's, he's different than what you see on TV, but, but he's not that different. And then Matt's not that different from the Matt Riddle that you see on TV either. So, uh, but when you saw them together, there was this, uh, odd couple chemistry that we were like, all right, we're, this is even way better than we thought it was going to be. And let's run with it and, and see where we can get to. So here we are. Um, and I think it's been phenomenal. It's led to, I think I talked about it on a call the other day about the evolution now, so to speak, of, of where NXT goes to it. You know, them coming along and having these just can be so entertaining. You know, you, when you just hit stuff that clicks like that and the series of uh, vignettes that they did over the last few weeks and them arriving here and, uh, you know, everything, and it, it just worked. You know, there's nothing to nothing to say more than I wish we could say. Oh yeah, we knew every step of the way, but you know, we had a good feeling about it. But when you put it together, it just worked, and uh, and we ran with it. You got to be open to all of it. Right. All right. Uh, congratulations to them and to the team. Thank you very much, man. All right, guys. We're gonna do one more, and then we're gonna call it a night. Thank you. We'll go to Sean Rossap with Fightful. Hey, Paul. Thanks hey, for. Hey, Sean. Hey, thanks for taking the time to do this. 
I think that anybody, I think that anybody that watches the NXT show, including tonight, see that the production is categorically different than what we see on Mondays and Fridays. There, there are less cuts, there are less zooms, there, the the camera works completely different. Is that a concentrated effort on, on your part? Is it a personal preference? What all goes into, to the differences that we see from night to night? Yeah, it's no, it's, it's definitely, um, Look, some of it's preference. I mean, it's the chocolate and vanilla theory of, right, um, or two people, you ask two people to paint the same, a picture of the same thing, they're going to paint slightly different pictures. Um, so some of it is definitely that. And then some of it is definitely a trying to be different than than what is there. Sometimes you want to do the same thing because it's good, right? When, when something is good, I don't want to, I don't want to, say let's do different and have it be bad, but you want it to be different um, and you want to differentiate. I want it to be a different feel from the product. I want when, to me, these products are all great when if you turn on uh, your TV or you open up your phone or your app, whatever it is, and you're looking at it, you know what it is. Like you turn it on, you go, oh, that's raw. Oh, that's SmackDown. Oh, that's NXT. Like it has a different vibe and feel. Same with NXT UK. I, I like that show to have a different vibe and feel, and that's that's the idea. So that comes down to can be a lot of different things. It's, you know, simplistic stuff, lighting, set design, um, and then more technical things, camera cuts, um, the way we the way we attack things, or zoom and focus things, or um, movement, or or different camera feels. Sometimes we're just trying stuff too. I, I often think of NXT as like an incubation tank of like, you know, when when you uh, when you make donuts for a living, you learn to make the donuts, and then you make the donuts the same way all the time. You get used to making the donuts. Every now and then, you want to go, what if we made this kind of donut differently? And I think it's sometimes what we're trying to do is just. Hey, let's take a stab at doing this tonight. Might work, might not. We'll see. If it works, we'll keep it. If it doesn't, we'll move on to something else. And so we try that too. You know, it's it's um, it's an evolution. I constant. I, I think it's it's constantly growing. You want it to constantly be changing, and um, and that's the idea. So, you know, that, that's a positive to me. If if everybody looks at it and you guys are noticing that it's different, looks and feels different, that's a great thing. Um, and I'm happy for that. So, you know, the, the other thing is the talent and, and how they perform is slightly different. Um, all of it. But, the, but that's the intent, is to make these shows feel different. I don't want to – I think you don't want to go into these this, – this, uh, there's a lot of sports entertainment and, and, and in-ring wrestling on television, and, and uh, you want to feel slightly different about all of it. I don't want – if I listen to the same band every day, I get bored with it. I want to I wanna mix it up. I want to hear different things. I want to feel different things. I want it to, to look, sound, feel, and just give me a different vibe. And if we do that, then I think we're successful long-term. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. Um, I, I'm you know, sorry for the delay tonight. We had a little bit of a – I did Facebook and needed to say goodbye to Kathy and uh, spoke to talent and, and getting here a little bit late. So I appreciate the time, and we have to cut it a little bit short because i got to catch a flight. So um, thank you. I thought we had a hell of a night. I appreciate everybody's support again on all of these. I look forward to this road now to this is really one of the most fun times of the year. We are now um, on our end, at least uh, officially on the road to uh, Tampa and WrestleMania week. And, um, you know, I think uh, Jim mentioned us 
outdoing ourselves, and I look forward to the, the challenge of trying to outdo ourselves uh, when we get to Tampa. It's a high bar, but with this team, we're going to crush it. We're going to put on a show like you've never seen before, um, and that's always a challenge. So thank you for tonight, and I'll see you next time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.